0: Hello, I'm Hilary Walker, Associate Pastor of Oxford Bible Church. I want to tell you a story that's in um, Matthew chapter 8. This dear man, he's absolutely desperate. He's full of leprosy and he comes to Jesus and he falls down on his knees and he cries out in this desperation and says to Jesus, if you really want to heal me, sir, you can. And Jesus' immediate response was that Jesus looked into his eyes full of mercy and compassion and he reached out and touched him, probably the first physical touch he'd had for years because of his contagious disease. Jesus looked into his eyes and he said, I really want to be healed. And Jesus is saying exactly the same to you. I really want to heal you. Be healed. But you know, the Bible also tells us that God says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And for many reasons, some of us don't really know, like that dear man, that Jesus really wants to heal them. Um, We may believe that yes, he can, but does he really want to? And I want to establish from scripture over the next um, several months, Uh, I want to call it healing school. We're going to get together and we're going to go through the scriptures and see exactly how much God wants to heal you and how able he is to heal you. I teach children's church at the the church and um, we call it super church. And all the children have to bring their Bibles. I'm sorry, mine is very well used. And we take our Bible and we say, this is my Bible, God's holy word. He is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. And so this is our foundation. This is God's holy word. And God is who he says he is. And he will do what he says he will do. And in Psalm 119, verse 89, it tells us, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. It means stands firm in heaven and it's in a safe place, nobody can change God's word. His word stands firm forever. This is a rock upon which we are going to build our healing. The Bible is God speaking to us. This is God's letter to each and every one of us. If we approach it as this is almighty God speaking to me, not generally, but to me. And Jesus told the story of two men who built a house. I want first of all to read the story about the two men. In Matthew 7 verse 24 to 27 Therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and burst against that house and yet it did not fall because it had been founded upon the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act upon them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and burst against that house and it fell and great was its fall. One man uh, he labored away and he dug a deep foundation on the rock by the sweat of his brow and it took really quite some time but he built his house on the rock. But the other man, he chose the sand and it was easy and it really didn't take too long and he had his house up and he was sitting back enjoying the sunshine whilst the other man was labouring away. But the storm came and the storm hit the house that was on the rock and it stood firm. And it hit the house that was on the sand and it was absolutely destroyed. Now the rock, represents the word of God and the shifting sands are our emotions and maybe man's tradition that's been handed down generation after generation and so everything that we do is should be based on the word of God you see it was the same storm but the foundation was the difference and so when we are founded upon the word of God, then when the storm comes we can stand firm because sometimes sickness strikes out of the blue, out of a clear blue sky, somebody has a devastating diagnosis. And so it's so important for us to, fa- to have our faith in the word of God. And today I want to share with you God's medicine. This is absolutely one. I love this scripture. It's um, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. And I'm going to read it to you. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them, guard them in the midst of your heart, for they are life. To those who find them, and health to all their body, to their whole flesh, to all their flesh. And so, God has a medicine for us. Now, back in the early 1900s in America, they had these medicine men who would travel from um, from town to town, I guess, and from village to village and they would have a little potion. I mean, it could have been water, I honestly don't know. And they would say, roll up, roll up, I have a magic medicine, it will cure your headache, it will cure tumors, this miracle working um, liquid, it's all that you need. Well, as we know, it was a lie. But you know, God has a medicine that will cure any sickness, any disease. It has wonder working power in it In our text today, we will read God's directions for taking his medicine. You know, when you go to the doctor, um, he makes a diagnosis. And then he gives you some medicine, he writes out the prescription, and you have to go and get it fulfilled. And you have to take it as the doctor has directed. Let's say um, you take it three times a day after meals. Now, if you don't do this and you go back to the doctor um, as he's asked you to maybe in two or three weeks time and you are not better, and he says, but you have been taking the medicine, and you say, no, no, well, I've had it by my bedside. You know, I've kept it safe. Um, And so you see, God has medicine, but we have to take it. As it were, we have to swallow it. And so here we see in Proverbs, Verse 20, God is speaking to us, my son, my daughter, give attention to my words, attend. We need to be attentive to the word of God. We need to give it priority in our life. Let me give you an illustration. For instance, supposing I'm walking down uh, in Summertown where we live and I'm actually heading uh, towards home because I need to get Pastor Derek's meal and he's a very busy man and he does need it. Um, you know on time he shouldn't have to wait for me and I see a friend and I say, oh it's so marvelous to see you um, and I just love to talk to you with you can we meet another time because I have to attend to Derek's meal and so it is with the Word of God we need to say yes these other things are important but I have to attend to the Word of God we need to make a priority you know, yesterday I was driving along and I heard this wow, wow, wow sound, which was, I'm not doing it very well, it was an ambulance. And it was telling us, give us priority. So what happened? All the traffic stopped, moved to one side, so that um, this dear one who was in the ambulance could be gotten to the hospital really quickly. So the ambulance had priority. So we need to give God's word priority in our life. We need to make it the first and final authority in our life. And so we need to give our undivided attention. Have you ever experienced speaking to somebody and um, they're distracted, they're they're looking here and they're looking there. Um, And they can hear you but they're not giving attention and they're not hearing the words that you're saying. They're not getting benefit from what you're saying and it can be like that. Uh, we can be um, you know, a bit sloppy about the Word of God and so God wants us to give our full attention give it first place and so we then move on to um, the next part which says incline your ear to my sayings it means humble yourself when you incline your ear you lean forward you listen um, you put on one side all the preconceived ideas that you have. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And God says, incline your ear to my sayings. Whose mouth is it? It's God's mouth, whose words? They're God's words. I love this scripture, 2 Timothy 3.16. I've been teaching it to the children. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching now that word inspired means God breathed so something has come out of God out of the inside of him and into his word it's like a seed and when you plant the seed then what's inside of it comes out and is manifested but I use a balloon for the children and so excuse me whilst I blow the balloon up So you see, something that's come out of the very depth of my being is inside here. God has breathed into his word. His power to make it come to pass has come into the word. And so, forgive me, I've gotta let this go. It's gonna make a horrible noise. And so, you see, we don't realize as the Jews did that words are containers. And so I have a container here and so I know it says Cadbury's fingers but actually when I open it up I wonder does it have the fingers oh no you see it's a snake. Words can be poisonous as I know you know they can be negative words and oh my word I've spoken lots of negative words over myself but also Words are containers for good things, for fruitful things, and this is a beautiful nectarine, which if I eat it will do me good. So remember the word of God, we need to take it out, we need to eat it, we need to digest it, and what it promises will come to pass. And so we humble ourselves to what God is saying. We do not subject our experience to God's word. We subject our experience to his word. And you know, people came to Jesus, this is in Luke 6, 18, we read, there was a great multitude of his disciples and a great throng of people who had come to hear and be healed. Those are the key words, hear and be healed. In Romans, it tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. As you feed on and accept the word of God, faith will automatically come into your heart, into your spirit. And so in Mark 5, verse 34, Jesus said to this woman who'd been suffering with an issue of blood for 12 years, she'd suffered much pain at the hands of the physicians and she came to him and she'd been saying to herself, if, can I, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. You see, she was speaking good words, fruitful words. And when she touched it, she was to, his garment, she was totally healed. And Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. And then we come to Matthew chapter nine, verse 28 to 30. And Jesus came into the house and there were two blind men. And they came up to Jesus and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? They replied, yes Lord. And he touched their eyes, he was full of compassion, touched their eyes and he said, be it done to you according to your faith. And their eyes were immediately opened. So you see, we need to believe that God is able and also that God wants to. Mark 5 verse 36, Jairus, a desperate man, his daughter was dying, he was speaking to Jesus, and they said, don't bother the master, your daughter's dead. But Jesus, overhearing what was being spoken, said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid, only believe, or keep on believing. And he raised his daughter from the dead. And so, If you've been given a negative diagnosis, Jesus says, don't be afraid, keep on believing. And so we come to verse 21 of Proverbs 4. And it says, do not let them, my words, depart from your sight. Keep them in front of you. I make these little cards here. Um, These are my memory verse cards and I write them down and I read the scripture over and over again. For instance, there's one, By the stripes of Jesus Christ I am healed. And I would read that and I would take it out every time I thought of it. I would keep it in my pocket and read it. I wouldn't try and memorize it, but you find that if you read it and you really concentrate on it, you will actually automatically remember it. So take the word of God around you. Let it not depart from your sight. I was talking to Ricky actually before we started recording and we were saying that um, people will remember 30% of what we say, um, and sometimes I don't think I even remember that, or is it 33%? But if you see and hear something, you remember a lot more something like 50, 55%. And so I like to keep my scripture card with me and it says, um, keep them, guard them in the midst of your heart. So you mutter it to yourself, you speak it out, you consider it and say, by the stripes, Jesus paid that price on the cross, I am healed. You chew on it. You know how a cow chews on the cud and regurgitates it? Do you know that's actually an illustration of meditation and we guard and protect it because God tells us to be careful what we look at and what we listen to. And I'm not against TV, but you know, sometimes we can see things that are not inherently evil, but they can drain us and we can find that we're flowing in a negative way. And so we need to be careful what we look at and what we listen to. And remember, we need to put God's word in other things out you see in a computer if you put rubbish in you're going to get rubbish out and we need to put the word of God into ourselves into our hearts and then verse 22 it tells us for they are life to those that find them now find we have to put in some effort and so you can look up in your Bible in the concordance under healing and find healing scriptures and what I do I underline them and I do cross-references I find the first one and then I put um, go to the next one and I can go right through my Bible with the healing scriptures and I will be giving you some healing scriptures as well and so what is the result of this effort of feeding on the Word of God, of putting it inside us, taking God's medicine. It tells us it will give us health to all our flesh, flesh to your whole body. Wherever the sickness or disease is, whether it is in the blood, whether it is in your liver or your kidneys, whether it's in your head, whether it's in your brain, wherever it is, God's medicine Will reach it. You know there used to be an illustration, sadly for um, for a beer. I think it was Heineken, and it says Heineken beer reaches the o- reaches the other parts that other the, the sorry the parts that other beers cannot reach. Well, actually, the word of God, the word of God, reaches every part of the body that medicines cannot reach. We do, we have wonderful medicines, and I am so grateful for doctors and nurses because they are a gift from God. But nevertheless, if someone has said to you, there is no more we can do for you, I say to you, but God, Jesus is looking at you right now saying, I really want to heal you, and I really can. I just need you to believe me. And so we're going to go through the scriptures as you feed on them, as you read the scriptures, then you will find that faith will rise in your heart and you'll be able to reach out and receive that healing from the Lord Jesus because the man who came to Jesus, he was desperate, absolutely desperate. He had a terminal illness, there was no hope, there was no cure and he came in desperation to Jesus and Jesus looked into his eyes after the man had said, sir, if you really want to, I know you can heal me and Jesus Confirmed, yes, I can, and I really want to. And that's the message for you. Jesus can and really wants to heal you. And so this is God's prescription. And I'm going to um, give you a prescription, actually, which is um, to be taken three times a day. And it's this scripture, which is, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them, guard them in your heart because they are life and health to those who find them and health to all your body. <coughs> and so every day I want you, three times a day at least, to go through that scripture, read it, just read it quietly and gently to yourself. I say with meals because I don't actually forget to eat. And so then I want you to take the gospel. You know there are pills, but there's God's pill, the gospel, and speak aloud to yourself. And this is um, also, I would have it on a little card, which is, I hide God's word in my heart. They are life to me and they are giving health to all my flesh. I hide God's word in my heart. They are life. That life is God's Zoe life. That nothing, no sickness can stand in the way of his life and his power. They are life to me and they give health to all my flesh. How will this pill make me well? If I treasure it by my bedside, if I put it, and I just you know, I just keep it there, it's nice, and I wouldn't dream of putting anything on top of it. But no, if I put it on my head, is that going to make me better? No, I must swallow it, I have to take it into myself. So I say, I can have what I say, that's what God says. And I declare that I am healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ because he paid the price for me. As you are faithful to do this, to take, your, to take your medicine, to take your pill at least three times a day, if you're faithful to meditate on it, to speak it slowly, really think of the meaning. Um, this scripture will enter your heart and like a seed, for instance, if I plant a seed for, let's say carrots, um, I actually do have, seeds for carrots, well no it's not carrots, it's um, rocket or something like that, it's a salad thing and I've had it there for a year. Why do I not have it? Why is it not there for me to eat? Because I haven't put it in the earth, I haven't planted it or watered it. So we need to take God's word and through the eye gate and through the ear gate when you speak it out it goes in the eye gate, the ear gate and into your heart, fertile ground and it will bring forth what it says it will bring forth. And so it's like a pill, like a seed, it enters your body. You know these um, antibiotics, it goes into your body and then the covering kind of explodes in your tummy and the medicine goes about um, to do the good that it's to do. And so you need to swallow the word of God, it's going to enter your physical body and it's going to bring about that healing that you want. And I I do say blessed are the desperate, really, because when I'm desperate I really focus on God, I really cling to him. So we read Proverbs, my son give attention to my words, attend, make God's word a priority, incline your ear to my sayings, humble yourself to the word of God, humble your experience to the word of God, humble the experience of others, to the Word of God and it says do not let them depart from your sight keep them in front of you as often as you can meditate them speak them out loud so your heart can hear them and also put in effort to search the scriptures for those healing scriptures and the result will be I promise you life and health to your whole body and I want to pray for you right now Father God in the name of Jesus I lift up your beloved child and as I reach out my hands towards them I thank you Father God that your anointing for healing comes upon them and that your healing power enters into the very depths of their being and springing up Father God like a fountain bringing healing on wholeness Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And Father, I pray that as they read your scriptures, Lord, that they will come alive, that these dear ones will know the power of your word as it goes into their bodies, into their spirit, and into their body, and that health will spring forth in them, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.